With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WTAW news time is five minutes after seven. It's 77 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by Aggieland Golf Cars, your independent authorized club car dealer. Golf cars aren't just for golf anymore. Customize your club car to fit your needs at Aggieland Golf Cars on Highway 30. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. Brazos County commissioners finished making decisions about early voting locations and times for the November general election. Commissioners vote four to one to keep five voting centers for early voting. The idea to add four more locations was opposed by the cities of Bryan and College Station. Bryan City Secretary Mary Lynn Strada said the mayor and city manager asked that they not pay the additional cost of more than $50,000. I have been instructed to pursue looking into the two cities looking into purchasing our own equipment. Commissioners, by a unanimous vote, expanded hours the first Monday through Friday of early voting to match the second week. Elections coordinator Crystal Ocon said current election workers are willing to work 14-hour days under two conditions. They are wanting a pay raise. $12 an hour is not going to work for them for two weeks. And a lot of them do not want to wait a month to get paid. Early voting locations include College Station City Hall instead of the Memorial Student Center. President Biden is in hot water for a tweet about gas prices. The post on social media suggested that gas station owners should drop the price of the pump. Paul Hardin, who heads the Texas Food and Fuel Association, says that's impossible. The profit margin is pennies. Not only are they making less margin on fuel right now, but folks are spending so much at the pump that they don't want to go inside, or if they do, they're not spending as much. That's where gas stations make their money. As for the owners, he says they do not control the price of gas. Oil is a commodity and traded like stocks well before it makes it to the the gas station. In San Antonio, Michael Board, TSN News. Three times in the last four weeks, Texas A&M police has taken a report of a locked electric scooter or bicycle being taken outside a building. Anti-theft tips from UPD Lieutenant Bobby Richardson include keeping locks off the ground. If you put it on the ground and they're able to pry on the ground or underneath the scooter, it makes it a little bit easier to break. Richardson says to use one or more locks that are designed for scooters and take advantage of anti-theft features on the vehicle. Some of them, can, you can lock the steering column. Now, that doesn't stop someone from picking it up and carrying it off, but if you at least lock the column, take the key. It keeps them from rolling it off. Alarm and tracking systems are also available for scooters and bicycles. The College Station City Council hears that a staffing shortage is preventing more children from enrolling in city recreation programs. We continue to have a waiting list for children to be able to, since we want to stay within that staffing level. Parks and Recreation Director Stephen Wright's recommendation to keep a ratio of eight children for every staff member was approved at the last council meeting. Industry standards is approximately 18 to 20 youth would have one staff. Five through 13 year olds can participate in recreation programs at Lincoln Recreation Center and Lick Creek Park. WTAW news time is eight minutes after seven. It's 77 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by Aggieland Golf Cars. More news at 730 or anytime at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620 945 WTAW. And I'm Zach Taylor on WTAW. Coming up in sports, we're talking about Texas A&M women's golfers Haley Cooper and Brooke Tyree. 
Both have been named All-American Scholars by the Women's Golf Coaches Association, so that's a pretty big deal. We're also going to touch on conference realignment Big 12 and talks, apparently with some current Pac-12 members, so the Pac-12 may no longer be anymore. We'll talk about that and a little Wimbledon and sports. There you go. All of that can be yours in the sports. We've got uh, some prizes, a lot of prizes. Places that have water that will get you wet on purpose. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Try to cool you off if we can. Hurricane Harbor, uh, Splashdown. Got four tickets there. We've got four tickets to Six Flags Fiesta, Texas. Got four tickets to the Bush Library Museum where they won't make you wet, but they can cool you off, and you can learn some stuff there and some Cooper's Old Time Pit Barbecue. All of that. All of that. All of it. Man, here's the question we've got for you today, if you'd like to answer it. Aside from money, what would you like to have an unlimited supply of? Yeah, send us a text with uh, your answer and your name if you'd like to win. 979-695-1620. Someone texted in and said a credit card travel reward point. Oh, there you are. That's a good one. Uh, Someone else texted in and just said time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Somebody else said an unlimited supply of common sense. <laughs> oh, yes. That's, that's in short supply these days. Yeah. Yes. Somebody else said, I would like to have unlimited weekends. Okay. It's called retirement, I yeah. think. Uh-huh. Uh, someone else said fuel. We actually got a couple of unlimited gas. Yeah. Uh, answers. Which, that's the first thing that came to mind when when I thought of this. Uh, someone else said beer. Ah, all right. Uh-huh. There you go. Uh, and someone else said tools. Oh, all right. An unlimited amount of tools. And then somebody else uh, finally said quilting or sewing supplies. Ah. So big quilter. There you go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, let us know about that and we'll uh, yeah, get Yeah, lots of different away. answers, which I always love when yeah. we get a, a variety of answers. Yep, yep. Uh, I'll talk to the congressman about in a uh, half an hour or so. So we were discussing in the last hour uh, how the president or the White House is wrongfully, and you had the news story, wrongfully trying to lay this at the feet of the uh, convenience store owners even. Right. I mean, other people too, the distributors and that kind of thing, but uh, to, to bring it down to the absolute retail and level. And I mean, I guess technically they could lower the price, but they would be losing money, yes, which why? is the opposite purpose of having a business. That's right. We have businesses to make money. Now, but it's for the greater good. Yeah. The it, greater good. It, it's, very, it's very interesting because oil yesterday you know, went below the $100 a barrel price. Uh, got down to, I don't know, $98, $99, something like that. Now, of course, that it's a long way from being gas in your tank, but if that goes down, then that does say something. And that probably is just a supply-demand situation. Mm-hmm. Demand is weakening after the 4th of July. That's what they're looking at. Now, prob- if and it, it's gone down, I think, 25 cents is what uh, Fox News said on the nationwide average uh, over the last uh, 17 days. Okay, that's fine, but it sure shot up a lot more than that, a lot faster than that, yeah. and it's not it's not really dra- dropping back to uh, to what it was any time that we remember recently. Now, go ahead. Kind of getting lost in all of this, and, and I want you to finish your thought, but is the message that he put out, or at least someone put out for him on Twitter, was says this is a time of war and global peril. Yeah. So we are not at war, are we? Well, the war, there... There's a war in the Ukraine. Okay. And we are. So when he's saying this is a time of war, he means globally. He's yeah, not talking right. about just specifically for the United sure. States. Now, the, the, the deal is, too, and we don't, uh, Americans don't care about what's going on across the ocean. They really, really don't. But if you'll look at what's happening to natural, now, natural gas prices have really exploded in the, in, uh, in the United States, certainly, but in, and that impacts probably your energy bill more than anything else. Not so much as we had Gary Miller on talking about BTU customers. Theirs is going to go up a little bit. But others around the state and in the United States, Mm -hmm. when they use natural gas to generate electricity, 
that price has gone up, so their electric rates have gone up. Of course, it's just hotter than hell here, and that has a lot to do with your energy mm-hmm. bill going up. But there's so many different dynamics. But the people over in, in Europe who are depending on the Soviet Union to give them gas, uh, natural gas. And, Germany. and Sure, uh, exactly. And so, you know, Putin has put the squeeze on those folks. They're going through the exact same problems we are over here. I mean, it's, it's terrible over there as well. So it is a worldwide problem, and part of it is because of the war. But it's a little bit hard to dip that straw in the same drink as the people in Europe. They're having to deal with it a little bit more pointedly than we are. We just got other stuff that's causing it to be very, very expensive. You know, I saw uh, just one guy, uh, an economist, said, you know, the idea of businesses making money is not a bad thing. And it's almost like the, the administration is demonizing businesses for making money. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how it's been all, for a while sure. with certain administrations, right, right? Right, without a doubt. You know, and, and the idea is that's how we all get jobs. That's how we're all able to get money to pay for things. Now, all that to say this. A new Gallup poll has found that Americans trust U.S. institutions at a record low number. Mm. Only 27% on average have a great deal of confidence in any of our major American institutions. Now, the ones they talked about in this story happen to be the president, happen to be the Supreme Court, and happen to be Congress. But there are so many other things that they feel like the institutions of America are not taken care of. I don't know who the U.S. senator was, but his head was exploding yesterday having to do with the baby formula situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're getting the baby formula in now. It's coming, I think the latest is coming from Australia yesterday okay. or something like that. Operation Fly Formula, which is a pretty, I don't know, quaint name, that I is. guess. It, of course, I, I didn't really think real hard on that one. That's okay. We don't need to be cute. You just need to tell us where just it is, it right? Just get it here. Yeah, exactly. Now, but the deal is that the problem at the initial plant was discovered in, like, November. Right. And it took months for the FDA to even wander in mm. there and get started on that. Right. That is not Joe Biden's fault, okay? That is not the Biden administration's fault. That is an institutional situation that exists. Now, granted, they may put the the head of the FDA in there, but the way that organization, that institution works is so slow that people get angry about that. And there there were situations in the Trump administration and the Bush and the Obama administration. You know, the federal government just doesn't move very quickly on a whole lot of things. No. And, uh, you know, I would uh, even say local government. Doesn't well, then that's well. And that's also true. That's another thing, too. So but the idea that that we don't have any confidence, the poll found that Americans had the most trust and confidence still has declined from last year. The factors that seem to contribute to this is our faith in these major institutions. There was the Iraqi war, the Great Recession, partisan, the partisan gridlock in Congress, the covid-19 pandemic, all of those things that things that just grind people's gears. Mm-hmm. People are more angry at the Supreme Court now than they've ever been. Right. Yeah. Obviously based on the rulings that they've set. But that's right. a record low at 25% of people have any have any confidence in those administrations. You look at you look at both sides of the aisle and you're pretty hard pressed to find people who are happy right now. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like typically you'll find one group that's happy about a situation and another one that's uh, that's pretty put out about it. And it seems like it's across the board. Nobody, nobody's really well, happy with the situation. Yeah, and I think you say both sides. I think it's these. It's the vast majority of people who are in the middle who are just upset that the sides are being so hard to get along. 
And this is what I... Or I, even I asked, come to some kind of compromise on certain situations. That's why I asked the congressman last week, can't we find, can't we chip off moderate Republicans, right. chip off moderate Democrats to come together to have some sort of common sense? Yeah. And that's the thing that I think angers us so much because we, as, as citizens, are forced to do things, to move forward. One of the things we're going to talk to the congressman about, I mean, there is a chip plant in Ohio that they have not announced when they're going to start groundbreaking on that. There's a chip factory that they're supposed to build in Texas. And because the Congress cannot come up with the CHIP Act, basically, which has to do with the microchips that we need, they're in a conference committee. They can't move fast enough. These companies are saying, you know what? We're not going to announce when we're going to open this plant. And in fact, there are some that are going, well, we'll just build in Europe because Europe can make a decision. They can do what they need to do to give us the green light to be able to build these factories and make these jobs. And Congress stands around, gets paid to talk about stuff and never does any stuff. And that makes us pretty frustrated because we as Americans have to answer immediately to the laws that they are making, yet they can't take take care of what they need to to move us forward as a country. Well, and you talked about people being in the middle. I mean, heaven forbid we ever vote for a third-party candidate. You know what I mean? Well, and that's, uh, and that's the deal. It doesn't matter whether they're a Republican or a Democrat. They like the way it is. They think, hey, this is pretty cool. You know, we can stand up here and we can pontificate all we want. We don't really have to do anything. Well, the chip manufacturers are saying, you better do something, because if you don't, we're going to go someplace else. And that just happens to be today's industry. There aren't any number of other industries... Frustrated by that, okay, i got to shut up and make us money. In the next half hour, we'll play Florida or China. Oh, okay. Florida Always a fun game. Yeah, it, it really is. In the meantime, here, how about some good news? Graduation day, now especially memorable for six Port Jefferson, New York high school seniors who helped put out a garage fire Friday night. Oh. After the graduation, the students received their diplomas at the ceremony. It ended. They're taking photos at Port Washington High School when the siren at the fire department sounded about 7.30. Six seniors answered the call because they are all volunteer firefighters for Port Jefferson's fire department. Oh, that's cool. It really is. High school seniors were there. They did that, put out the fire, no casualties, everything fine. <laughs> Interesting. I know. There you are. Oh, so. man. I've seen some videos on social media of fireworks recently. Yeah. And as you can imagine, I'm not talking about just with the drought and stuff. I'm talking about just people being stupid. Uh, and it, uh, there was one video that's making the rounds right now on social media where a bunch of people are sitting out on the front lawn right there on the sidewalk. And a bunch of dudes try to light off some artillery shells. <sighs> goes all over the place. And then a spark flies over in their, their cache of fireworks they've got on the side ignites right right by the car there you go oh by the car by the car did the car get involved yes oh Every, yeah. i'll have to send y'all the video it's pretty crazy oh man they'll always remember that fourth of july celebration mm-hmm. and then on top of everything else we just did the story about how we can't trust our american institutions they can't get the job done when they need to everything was going great for nasa's capstone mission to uh lunar orbit after the microwave-sized spacecraft was launched June 28th, again, about the size of a microwave. Um, On Monday, the probe was successfully deployed, sent off into the direction that it should toward the moon, but then it stopped talking to Earth. Uh Uh-oh. It folded its little arms and just shut up. NASA engineers are now working to try to reestablish the contact with Capstone's computer. Capstone is supposed to use its own propulsion system to navigate to the moon, mm-hmm. where it will attempt to enter a new type of halo-shaped orbit 
the craft is testing out that same orbit because this is just kind of the, the, the beta version. They want to see that they can get that orbit established because if they can, then what they want to do is put what they would call an orbiting outpost there so that astronauts in the future, when they're going on this Artemides pro press, uh, project, which is supposed to be when we build a lunar base where people will live on the moon. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so think of this this thing, this orbiting is kind of like a, an orbital Bucky's. They, they'll, <laughs> they'll stop off. They'll and go buy back some out stuff. there. They'll get beaver nugget, nuggets, <laughs> and then they'll come back down to Earth. Oh. But the problem is that this this little microwave satellite that's supposed to kind of be a trailblazer out there is not talking to Earth anymore. Yeah, do you blame it? Right, no, I don't, because it looked back and went, well, you people are crazy You down guys here. are, I, I don't even yeah. get close to coming back and home. So that that's the problem, and if that happens, again, our orbital Bucky's may not happen, so it would be That would sad. be awesome to have a Bucky's in space, would it not? The Buc astronauts could stop off and use the restroom. I was oh, going to say, I mean, it wouldn't be of any use to me, so I don't really care. Yeah, but, but the thing, yeah, well, I, I just, mean, if space travel becomes a thing, you right? know, if uh, Elon again. Musk is putting us all into space. But will they have billboards on the way? WTAW News time is 7.32. It's 77 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by West Webb All Britain and Gentry Law Firm, the experienced legal team for the things you value most. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reaper. A disturbance involving 20 people in the parking lot of a College Station business last Saturday night around 7.30 initially drew the response of one police officer. A CSPD spokesman tells WTAW News the officer requested and received assistance. Four men from the Houston area were arrested on multiple charges. According to the arrest reports, two men are accused of grabbing the officer's neck from behind and striking the officer in the back. One of those men is also accused of trying to take the officer's gun. A third man was arrested for resisting arrest and misdemeanor possession of of marijuana and a fourth was arrested for attempting to prevent the officer from handcuffing the third man and taking the marijuana out of the man's pocket. Two officers took the four men to the Brazos County Jail where they were held until all were released on bond. 12 Bryan police officers respond to a disturbance at 2.30 in the morning, July 4th, which led to the arrests of three family members on multiple charges. 42-year-old Andrew Ibarra Sr., 25-year-old Andrew Ibarra Jr., and 20-year-old Adam Ibarra of Bryan are all out of jail after posting bonds following their arrest for forcing their way into the home of Andrew Jr.'s ex-wife with the intent of assaulting the woman, her boyfriend, and the boyfriend's cousin. Adam Ibarra was also charged with pointing a gun at the three victims, according to arrest reports. All three victims were injured. One was taken by EMS to the hospital for treatment of minor injuries. The growing popularity of electric scooters and bicycles on the Texas A&M campus is also being reflected in thefts of those vehicles. Three have been taken in the last four weeks. All three were locked. University Police Lieutenant Bobby Richardson says the type of lock makes a difference. Lots of times they will use a bicycle type lock that doesn't properly fit. That can pose some problems. Cable locks is better than, than no lock at all, but then a chain lock would be better than a cable lock. But we highly recommend the U-style locks that makes it way more difficult to steal. Richardson also says to keep locks off the ground where thieves can get leverage to pry and break the locks. We talked to folks about parking strategically, parking heavily traveled, well-lit areas, and use multiple types of locks. They also make a alarm system for scooters you can purchase as well. And you can even go as far as purchasing a GPS tracking system. The stolen scooters and bicycles were parked outside White Hall, Evans Library, and the Pavilion. 
Brazos County voters will continue to have five locations for early voting at this November's general election. The county commission's four to one vote to adopt locations recommended by the elections office came after they were told the city of Bryan is investigating in whether to run their own elections. Brazos County clerk Karen McQueen, who used to run elections, brought up the consequences if the cities split from the county. Our voters are not going to have a one stop shop for one ballot. They're going to have to go vote federal, county, state. Then they're going to have to go to the city and vote the city and school. Commissioners were told the mayors of College Station and Bryan were against an additional $50,000 charge to open four more voting centers for early voting. Commissioners unanimously expanded early voting hours the first Monday through Friday to match the second week. Bryan City Secretary Mary Lynn Strada was one of two people suggesting the recruitment of young people as election workers. I think we need to get with our school districts and talk to them about some excused absences for these young people to have this opportunity. Commissioners also heard from a public speaker to recruit those seeing community, seeking community service hours to become election workers. There is a waiting list for children wanting to participate in City of College Station recreation programs. While the staffing ratio could be changed to allow more 5 to 13 year olds, the City Council at its last meeting chose to keep the ratio at one employee to eight children. That was the recommendation of Parks and Recreation Director Stephen Wright for children's programs at Lick Creek Park and Lincoln Recreation Center. It's a give and take. We could serve more kids if we push the ratio up. We've decided we, we have stuck at that staff ratio. Wright says the city ordinance and the industry standard is eight 18 to 20 children for each staff member. He also says there is a staffing issue. WTAW news time is 737. It's 77 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by West Webb, All Britain and Gentry. More news at the top of the hour. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620 945 WTAW. And I'm Zach Taylor on WTAW. Coming up in sports, the Brazos Valley Bombers continue to win. They came back from their three day break last night. To defeat Victoria, the Astros, another victory. That's their eighth in a row. Meanwhile, the Rangers continue to struggle. We'll cover that and more in sports. There you go. Congressman Pete Sessions joins us uh, this morning. Congressman, we were discussing uh, last hour uh, the chip bill, the bill that will allow chip makers to understand the way forward in the United States is stuck in a conference committee and has been for a while and uh, basically the chip makers have said we are not going to tell you when we're going to start breaking ground in texas or in ohio because congress can't do anything uh, what's your response to to the frustration of the, the the companies that make chips well scott in fact as you, excuse me as you suggest these chips are our whole economy is filled with the need for chips Chips in automobiles, ch- chips in machinery, chips in computers, virtually every single component uh, that is made uh, has a chip one way or another uh, to, to, to not only tell it what to do, but to get it to interact with other parts. This chips bill is one that has been around uh, for uh, the entire session going back to last January. and. The promise was that it was going to allow Congress to incent and be a part of making it easier for chip makers. You will recall that uh, during uh, President uh, 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 Trump's time, that lowering the taxes was a key component for America being the place where people would want to come. I was chairman of the cyber uh, and and uh, chip making uh, con- 
conference that we went and developed the things that they would need. What are the things that would help chip manufacturers? And one of them is cost. The other is long-term development of their purchases that they do of depreciation, depreciating these assets, buying and redoing this machinery that would have to take place uh, literally because they wear these machines out on a regular basis. And at the time, Intel told us that it cost $1 billion more to build a factory in the United States than it cost to put one, let's say, in Malaysia or in uh, Taipei. And so we knew we were at a disadvantage. And that is when we went to work on this, uh, trying to make sure that we would uh, develop chip manufacturers. Now the problem is, is that Senator McConnell has indicated that he will not be a part of getting that through until there's a a determination made about what the Democrats are going to do on the spending bill. So that is a a calculated risk, and I understand that. But we now have, as a result of a long negotiation, not that I have had, but that the White House has had, with uh, Senator Sinema and Senator Manchin, and their public comments have tended to say that now they will move forward with their spending bills, and their spending bills would be atrocious to America also. So this is what Senator McConnell has. He has to say the pieces of legislation that we know need to get done will not be done until you tell us you can't have that plus an extra $4 trillion. So it's a calculated risk. I get it. Uh, and it and it is worrisome to business that is trying to uh, struggle. Now, the other part about this that makes it difficult is also with the, with the Chinese uh, bearing down on Japan and Taiwan, which is where these chip manufacturers have been home to up to now. And so they are seeking a safe haven, so to speak, and come to the United States. So we need to welcome them. We need to grow them because this is not moving our economy behind if we cannot stay up with chip chip manufacturing. And, you know, here we are right past the 4th of July, and the new Gallup poll found Americans' trust in the U.S. institutions is at a record low, a record low. And it doesn't matter who the president is, who's in Congress. And right now, I understand that it's easy to say that the Democrats are doing this or not doing this, but why should we even believe that Republican leadership would make a difference? Why should we believe that today when people are so frustrated about the courts, about the White House, about Congress, about the federal government institutions? Well, thank you. I consider that a softball, Scott, not a hardball (laughs) question. Uh, When uh, literally during uh, President Trump's days, we had the greatest economy in the history of the world more people were working. The stock market has ridden to, ridden to, risen to its highest levels. We had uh, we had a, a new tax plan that incented people not just to go to work, but more companies to build here. Over five hundred billion dollars came in the first month, the very first month after the bill was passed in December. Uh, money flowed into here. Manufacturing was on the rise in America. Uh, things were really great. I don't think 
we should try and fool the public to think we that Republicans don't have different and better ideas. We fund the police. We protect our border. We we have 100,000 people a year that are dying of fentanyl. New information out, not to me, but to the public, Wall Street Journal. Too many of our children are smoking not just marijuana, but marijuana that is five and six times more powerful than when I was in high school and college. More people are smoking more, and it's causing huge problems, not only with psychosis, people not going to work, people filing for unemployment, but also we find that these people that are creating these gun events, like the one, the uh, the really the diabolical person in Chicago uh, and the person who is in Uvalde, the, their parents are frustrated with them for smoking dope in the house, and they told them they had to quit. Now, we also know in Chicago that was a failure I believe of either the system or of law enforcement, they came and took this person's guns and knives away from him. He was going to commit suicide. Bingo. They did not even go and put anything in the, in the file for him not to get a gun. We have a problem in this country, and we Republicans will step up to those problems, and we will face them down. But I will tell you, Republicans have answers market-based answers to every problem in this country. Well, we'll look forward to seeing what happens. Uh, tell me what's uh, top on the agenda when you get back to D.C. Well, top on the agenda is we're spending a lot of time on this burn pit issue. We have tens of thousands of members of our military who in Gulf War One and in Gulf War Two came into contact with these burning pits, this terrible acid that has filled their lungs uh the the democrats or bill is different than the republican bill the democrat bill uh, says we're going to let anybody who simply was around a burn pit to qualify for va full benefits that would add about two million people already to a system that does not work republicans are saying we have uh four different places that are centers of excellence that have now determined what those characteristics of burn pit, your your nasal, your mind, your lungs, your chest, your liver, we can spot these things. If you have any of those characteristics, we bring you in, take full responsibility for it. The differences, once again, between the two committees, I believe we're going to get that out the week we're back. Interesting. I'm glad you told us about that because basically that's not been on our radar screen. Congressman, it is big. It is big to many veterans who are desperate for help because the VA is not fully recognizing this, and they need to. And they should be at the front of the line. Congressman Pete Sessions joined us on Wednesdays. You can hear the interview archived on the website at WTAW.com. Thank you for your time this morning. Good morning, sports fans. I'm Zach Taylor with your morning sports update on 1620 945WTAW. The sports update is brought to you by Destination Brian. Your legendary staycation is right here at home in Bryan, Texas, including one of a kind restaurants and nationally recognized museums. Visit destinationbrian.com for more information at 754. 
Texas A&M women's golfers Haley Cooper and Brooke Tyree have been named All-American Scholars by the Women's Golf Coaches Association. Tyree joins Ashley Freeman and Lauren Johnson as the only Aggies to have earned the recognition four times throughout their careers. That's also the fourth time for Cooper, who is a three-time All-American Scholar during her time at Texas. The Maroon Wider fresh off an historic season that saw them advance to the NCAA Championship semifinals and finish with a number three national ranking. Well, the Big 12 is considering expansion once again. Dennis Dodd of CBS Sports says the conference is meeting with at least four current Pac-12 members, Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and Colorado. Dodds adds that the number could reach up to six teams. The news comes less than a week after Pac-12 flagships UCLA and USC announced their future move to the Big 10, which is set to take place in 2024. The Brazos Valley Bombers returned from a three-day break to roll past the Victoria Generals last night, 7-2, Davis Powell led the way at the plate, going two for three with a walk and an RBI. Now with the win, the guys improved to 18 and seven on the summer. They'll return home tonight to host Baton Rouge at seven o'clock. In the big leagues, Jordan Alvarez went deep for the 25th time and three other Astros homered as Houston topped Kansas City nine to seven. The Astros got to former teammate Zach Greinke early and often, scoring six runs in the first five innings. Skipper Dusty Baker. Greinke's had, you know, a little problem versus right-handers and uh, he's gotten left-handers out better than he has right-handers out this year and uh, so uh, success I guess was just you know him not locating some of the fastballs uh, that he wanted in sliders because it was that's what he got hurt on was fastball and 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 a couple slider slider to Bregman and so it's just a matter of, of the guys you know swinging good. The victory marked the eighth in a row for Baker and the boys, who now lead the AL West by 13 and a half games. We'll host KC again tonight at 7 o'clock with coverage on Zone 1150 AM and 93.7 FM. Well, the Texas Rangers' woes continued yesterday as they fell to the Baltimore Orioles 10 to 9 in 10 innings. It marked the second straight extra inning loss for Texas, which has now dropped five of its last six. Still, manager Chris Woodward says he's proud of his team. We fought, okay, it's a big hit, big hits there at the end. You know, Nate with the game tying homer, Corey to go ahead homer. Um, Joe, you know, the, the pitches we gave up were just, you know, caught too much of the plate. And, you know, something we pride ourselves on late in the games is not giving up, you know, pull side damage. And to happen twice in, in, a, in a couple innings is a little bit frustrating, but, you know, we got to learn from that. Texas will look to avoid the sweep this evening when it visits Baltimore again at 6. And out on the tennis courts, Novak Djokovic is headed to the men's quarterfinals at Wimbledon after rallying past Yannick Center yesterday in five sets. Today, American Taylor Fritz goes up against second seed Rafael Nadal in the quarters match, while fellow U.S. product Amanda Anisimova faces Simona Halep in the women's fifth round. And that's been your morning sports update, brought to you by Destination Brian on 1620, 94.5 WTAW. I'm Zach Taylor. Hey, we're giving away all sorts of stuff. Tickets to the Bush Library Museum, Cooper's Old Time Pit Barbecue, and also the two water parks in uh, Texas. All we want to know from you is, aside from money, what would you like to have an unlimited supply of? Yeah, let us know. 979-695-1620. All right, so China or Florida. Barely a minute after a passenger plane took off, the pilot saw the warning light flashing, indicating that somebody was trying to open one of the plane's emergency exits. Crew members rushed back, checked to see that there was a man there at the door. They tackled the man who explained it was his first time on an airplane. All he wanted to do was open the door so he could spit. Definitely Florida. Florida. China. Oh, oh no. Come oh, on. 
I know. You got to hate so that. So he could spit. So he oh, could spit. That was the, that's really where I thought it had to have been yeah. Florida. I know. That's why I thought, too. That's why we Chewing played it. some tobacco. The pinky finger responsible for 50% of your grip strength. Oh, oh, wow. Brian Broadcasting oh. Station, WTAW, College Station, Brian. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.